What is it you want? Real estate. It's the Red Hot Real Estate Show, where we can all find out how's it going for buyers and sellers in the real estate market. I have died and gone to real estate heaven. Looking to move? Hoping to sell? Call in with your questions to real estate expert Mimi Shoneman with Remax Results. I'm going to go out and buy a house. Here she is, your host, Mimi Shoneman. Yes, she is here, your host of the Red Hot Real Estate Show, Miss Mimi Shoneman from Remax Results. Hello, Miss Shoneman. So happy to see you. You know Hello. what? It's always good. Oh, you got a little bassy there today. You know, that's because you're going to have some good information today. I like that. <laughs> Hello. Hello. It has gravitas in it. Oh. It has gravitas in it. I love that. No, I was thinking about you this week because there's a lot of people that are out there going okay how do i capitalize on the interest rates and the other things that are going on right now and so it's like now's the time to call especially as they're going oh we're going to start hibernating the weather's going to change again maybe it's too late for me to do this and the case is that is not the case it's not too late for them to start giving you a shout now is a perfect time when it's seasonally we'll get a little bit Mm -hmm. steadier okay as we're heading into the hospital the uh I can't talk holidays today. holidays. Thank you. Um, and but right now it's still very active. And we think that the reason for that is because of the delayed spring. Right. Um, so people are talking, they're calling, they're asking questions about what should I do? How can I plan? Uh, because when you first have the thought in your mind that you might like to move, then you then you can sometimes get uh, stuck in paralysis right. with, oh, gosh, I don't even know where to start. Where what would I possibly do? It's exactly. so much work. It's exasperating. I don't know how to do this. But that see, that's what we want all of our listeners to know is that we know how to help you do this. Right. And that is why you don't have to do it alone. So if you have had the thought of buying or selling, we want you to start with talking with us. Exactly. Okay. So, you know, I get the question, well, you can't be in all over the whole metro area. Well, no, I can't. Right. But we have people in place for you Mm -hmm. and also people in place outside of the metro area. We've helped a couple of people find um, just this this last week. We helped people find realtors in different markets throughout the country. People are moving and uh, they know that they can work wherever they want pretty much anymore. And that's a wonderful freeing thing. So they can say, well, I don't like living in XYZ town. I always wanted to go to the mountains. Right. Let's let's figure that out. And I think you were correct in saying that things got delayed at the beginning of this year. I'm like when we were first trying to figure out what we uh, were going to do in this new covid reality, I think people were just still lost in what processes will be different, what things will stay the same. Now you and the rest of the, uh, your professional team over there at Remax have figured out or been in this world long enough that you're like, here's the way it works right now. Here's the processes so we can do this safely. And that's why I think that a lot of people are more comfortable going, yeah, I can get this deal done. So even though we're in a, a different world with COVID, uh, it's it's way different mm-hmm. than it was in 2008. So Back in 2008, people struggled with having equity in their houses. And so, therefore, they didn't have anything to back up on when things went south. Right. Okay. So now what we're seeing is that the majority of homeowners have equity in their homes because of appreciating prices. And that is a wonderful security blanket for people if they get into a bad pickle. Right. You know, so you can use that equity if you need to for an emergency fund or you can use that equity and pull it out and move it into another house. Right. So if you're thinking, you know, I'm in a starter house 
And I've always wanted to move up, but I'm afraid. Mm-hmm. I've outgrown this thing. I can, I'm walking over top of everything. Exactly. Um, this is a perfect time for you to explore. Hey, do I have equity enough to maybe pull some of that money and move it into the next size house where I've always really wanted to be? Right. You don't have to feel stuck. And even if you know you're scared, mm-hmm. let's just have the conversation. And right. so that brings up a really good point. Now I brought you and Miss Sonny yep. um, a treat today. Yes. And we want to share that. <laughs> love with some of our listeners that right. want to call in. So what I'm going to do is I'm going to give a jar of Screaming Mimi's Hot Sweet Salsa. Which is lovely. From Lexington, Kentucky. <laughs> we're going to give it to uh, each caller that calls today is going to get a jar with a question about real estate. Now, Sonny, I know you are excited as well. When she brought in this lovely bag with this present, I was like, Mimi, you are my best friend for a reason, right? I'm going to re-up on my Doritos today. <laughs> No, let me give you a suggestion because yes. I've had this before. Don't poison it with des- Doritos cheese. Yes. You got to get like you got to get the, the like some plain plain yeah, chips yeah, so you yeah. can get the full goodness. Got you, got of you. this salsa. Yeah, it's it's society. It it's delicious. I'm telling you, just put a little cheese on some of those and make some nachos. Or this is what I did last time, Mimi. I know for a while there we were sharing recipes and I didn't share any when we were doing that, so I'm gonna share this today. What I got is I got some tilapia. Mm. I put this in the pan and then put the tilapia in it and fried the tilapia in the salsa last time. It was wonderful. You used the screaming memes on the tilapia. Basically kind of like a like a, a marinade, you, but not a marinade. You, yes, it was fantastic. You're fancy. I am. I never even thought to put that on fish. That's why it's Miss Shannon, not just mm. Shannon. It's Miss Shannon. I'm go. very fancy. Mm-hmm. So if you call in, the number is 651-641-1071. That's 651-641-1071. We also always encourage you to go to the website, Go to mytalk1071.com, keyword red hot. Go to our show page because Mimi does a great job every week of updating these guides for you. Also of updating these links. So if you're like, hey, I don't know where to start. There's probably a link on our show page that'll tell you exactly where you need to start. And if you don't see a link on the show page, you can call us 651-578-2218 during the week. And let's talk about what your question is, what your thoughts are, um, all kinds of fun stuff. You know, so we never get tired of looking at houses. Right. That's what we do. Mm -hmm. And, um, you know, so I was thinking about this because we're going to talk a little bit about selling today. Okay. And we're going to talk about preparing your house to sell and what selling really looks like for the consumer. Mm -hmm. Both the start from the time that you first think about it to the time where you're actually in the transaction with an offer to the time that you're actually uh, closing on it. Okay. And so it is a, it's a journey. And so I've met with some folks over the last month or so. And, um, you know, one of the things that I came to my mind is you want your house to appeal to the most people right on the planet. Mm-hmm. Okay. So I don't care, Miss Shannon, if your favorite color is burnt orange. Right. Um, if burnt orange is what you're seeing in all the magazines and you're seeing it online, then cool. Mm-hmm. Let's just stay with that. But if you, if it's not what you're seeing, then we want to get it to where it is what you're seeing because right. these designers uh, pick the colors for a reason. And colors change about every five to seven years okay. of what's trending. And so I kind of liken it to when you go uh, to your family's Thanksgiving dinner. Okay. okay. Think about it. And your mama says, bring a dish. Yes. And you say, oh, good. I love to bring a dish. I'll bring my favorite thing that I love the most. Mm-hmm. And that is the jello, the cherry jello salad, thing. pecan with cranberry. <laughs> And pineapple, because that is my favorite. Okay. And you take it every year, and 
you know, you pass it around. You're so proud, and you take the big you take the big spoonful out because it's your favorite. Mm-hmm. And you go, you watch it go around the, the table, and nobody's taking any of your <laughs> pecan cherry right. jello salad. And you're thinking to yourself, are they crazy? Or, How can they not love this? And then next year you do the same thing, and the same thing happens. So you don't want your house to be the cherry jello salad, right? You want everybody to love it. Yes. And you want everybody to take some of it. Yes. And just like a relationship, sometimes you have to go, it's me, not you. So <laughs> right. you need to you need to just figure it out That's and right. be okay with that. You know, it, we're not hating on you mm-hmm. because of your burnt orange, you know, wall. Right. Or whatever else you might have we're going on. We're just trying to make it as broadly appealing as possible. Yes. Mm-hmm. And so this is why the popularity of eye buying, because people don't like... To be a, have their feelings hurt right. when something happens. But when you do that, y'all, you're taking it in the shorts. I'm yes. just going to tell you right now. You're not going to get top dollar for your house. Not what you could do when you put it out on the open market and let people compete for it. And we can show you inexpensive ways to get your house to a stage where you can get top dollar for it. And right. it just takes a little bit of time, not a ton. Right. Maybe a little elbow grease is what you need to do. Well, you always want to put elbow grease in it. Right. You know, my mama said it doesn't cost much to be clean. Yep. And, you know, clean is the first step. Mm-hmm. You definitely want to get down and dirty and get rid of all the stuff, the grime on your cabinets, on your walls, on your baseboards, on your floors, mm-hmm. all the places where you hate to clean that need to be cleaned. You might have to get yourself a steam mop and get some of that stuff out of there because it's had a chance to build up, but you'll be okay. But here's the good news is we can put together a checklist of what exactly you do. We think you should do and mm-hmm. put it in the order we think you ought to do it. And you always are in control if you're our client. Right. You can say, I'll do that and I won't do that. Um, but what you tell us that you will do will influence the price that we can get for your house. Gotcha. So you always want to kind of weigh the pros and the cons and also figure out, you know, what's my timeline? Do I need to start thinking about this now if mm-hmm. I'm not going to be moving for seven years? Right. You know, because how can we predict the future of seven years? We can only predict what we see today. Right. We can tell you if you do these things today and you were set to sell in a reasonable period today, this is what's happening today. So normally, can you sit there and go, well, we'll do our best to try you plan for the next six to nine months or, or, or what is a reasonable period normally for people? Well, let's just say that you said, gosh, Mimi, come over and look at my house and tell me what I what you think would make me get top dollar. Right. And I came to your house and I said, oh, Miss Shannon. Your carpet's in a horrible state. Yes. And, you know, it looks like all lumpy going down the stairs. It's mismatched. Mm -hmm. And you're like, but I don't have any money to fix that carpet. Well, let's talk about that. What does that look like? Maybe we can come up with an inexpensive fix. Maybe it can be stretched. Mm -hmm. And if it were stretched for cheap money, then maybe that would look good. Right. You know, so there's little things like that. If your cabinets are a hot mess. And we see plenty of kitchen cabinets and bathroom cabinets that have seen a better day. Right. But you don't have the money to fix it. Well, we'll talk a little bit more about what you can do about that. Right. We'll also take your calls. You can call us at 651-641-1071. We'll be right back on the Red Hot Real Estate Show with Mimi Shoneman. Welcome back to the Red Hot Real Estate Show here on My Talk 1071 and streaming on MyTalk1071.com. I'm Ms. Shannon here with my good friend and licensed realtor from Remax Results, Mimi Shoneman. You can call and be part of the show if you have any questions. This is a great place to start. 651-641-1071. That's 651-641-1071. Because uh, Mimi will hook you up with some of this amazing salsa and I will give you some advice on how you can use it. If you're oh like, my gosh. I, you're like, <laughs> she was telling me during the break, just get some Greek yogurt. I mean, she had like four or five 
recipes. <laughs> just, just rattle it off the top exactly. of your head. Greek yogurt, you put it on this one. You can add it to any of your seafood if you put it in and bake it. If you would like some uh, recipes, if you get this, <laughs> I will be happy to personally email you some you know, some of Miss Shannon's favorite tips for oh, uh, Mimi Salsa. There you go. There you go. Okay, so we left off talking about kitchen cabinets, which are yes. some of my favorite things to talk about. Um, you don't have to go and do a full-on kitchen remodel. Right. Okay, so as much as it's fearful, and mm-hmm. I, I hear the fear palpitating in people's hearts, I almost see it jumping up out of their chest. Right. When you talk about painting good, solid wood cabinets. Right. I'm telling you, if you have got the type of cabinets that have seen a better day, you feel like they are so dated, it mm-hmm. makes you look like grandma's house. Yes. Give it some white enamel and it will change the whole personality. Can I give you another tip that I found recently online when I was looking at some ideas for my kitchen? Yes. Uh, if you are way, way too fearful to actually put paint on them. I saw a number of people out there got neutral contact paper. And use that instead of the actual paint because that was going to be changeable sooner. And it actually gave it a nice little inlet look. Mm. It really did update it a lot. Well, so don't go with the big crazy patterns necessarily because that puts us back. And as you said in the first break, burnt orange territory. But I saw that. I also saw some ideas for some people that updated some of their appliances by using some of that aluminum ish or stain. Not no. What is it called? Stainless steel contact paper look oh yeah that really did update those appliances as well so i think it really comes back to a lot of what you're saying is that you don't have to rip everything out sometimes you just have to go how can i be creative and do this and give it that fresh look right but you're gonna also want to build a timeline right you want to say okay let's these are the things that i'm willing to address and how long will that take me? Mm-hmm. And so if you're the kind of person that has a lot of control things going on in your life, you want to be in charge, you're, you're handy, you want to do it yourself. Sometimes that's a wonderful thing. Right. And sometimes that can cause you great, tremendous stress. Right. Because you need it done in a certain time and you don't have the time to do it because you're working a job. Mm-hmm. And sometimes it's, you know, sparing a penny, you know, to save a dime. Right. Or the other way around. Um, so just weigh it all out and then we can say, okay, you know, we've started, we need to paint the walls. We need to do the carpet. We need to clean deep clean. We need to work on stuff. How long is that going to be? And then you've got to also factor in how busy are the contractors? How far out is their work? Right. And so then work backwards from there because, you know, just because we say October 1st, we're going to launch the house. It's going to be ready to go on the market. There's many, many times where there's delays. And we can we can accommodate that. Right. It's like this is not a you know exact science. We can move. We can be moving and flexible about when we pull the trigger for that. Mm-hmm. So you know, but keep in mind from the time that you get your house just so how you want it to be, then you take the pictures. You, you know, pictures just don't happen overnight. Right. So you've got to schedule for things like that, and then you've got to schedule for marketing materials and things like that. So it is a process. It's something that we do all the time, and it's something that we love helping people do. Now, um, we have several different uh, publications that we have available for folks if they're interested in it, and all you have to do is call and talk to our amazing producer, Sonny. Right. Um, we have the Seller's Action Plan Guide. Uh, from Remax Results, and we also have a two-page home selling checklist, mm-hmm. which we'll talk a little bit about here in a second. But these two guides alone are, are really good places to start. Uh, it gets you thinking about things that maybe you hadn't thought about yet. So, uh, for instance, 
um, I had a call from a, a friend outside the area and she has her house on the market and she wanted me to take a look at it. She said, I, I don't understand. It's not selling. Right. Um, you know, and because it's outside of market, we can talk about this. I'm not competitive for that. Um, you know, and I said, well, let me take a look at it. And, you know, so maybe sometimes it's condition. Maybe sometimes it's price. Right. And sometimes it's a combination of both. But if it's not selling, here's the guideline. If it's not selling within three weeks okay. or 15 showings. Something is wrong in okay. this market. All right. Okay. That's kind of the benchmark that we use because it should have an offer within 15 showings or you're not priced right or right. you've got something that needs to be addressed with the condition. Um, so some things you want to ask yourself about uh, if you're fit to sell mm -hmm. is are there a lot of properties around me that are for sale in the okay. area? Because <clears throat> let's just say you want to put your house up on the market. Yes. But yet you look down the street and all you see is signs. Right. Okay. So how are you going to set yourself up to be the one that people want most? If you've got five or six or more houses for sale in your neighborhood, why are you the one they're going to pick? Right. So let's talk about that. So if you are in a neighborhood with, you know, typical three or four bedroom houses, mm -hmm. one or two bathrooms, uh, typical square footage, about 1,500 to 1,800 square feet. So they're going to look at the pictures online. Yes. That's the first place you want to ask yourself, did my realtor do a good job with my photos? Right. Does it showcase as its absolute best? A hundred percent. Okay. Because we hire professional photographers always. Um, I've got a nice camera. I still don't think that I do it justice the way a professional does mm -hmm. with all the, uh, you know, the HDR photography right. and the lighting and that sort of thing. So we always get professional photos with wide angle lenses. Some people, I think, maybe take pictures with their cell phone. Right. Um, I'm sorry. You know, that's so yesterday. Right. You know, don't accept that. That's not acceptable. But you want that to be something that looks great, that makes your house look really, really good. Exactly. And don't be afraid to not use the front the front picture. It right. doesn't mean that, that, you know, you always have to show the front door. Maybe that's not the beautiful thing in your house. Right. It's once you get inside. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Maybe maybe your kitchen is what's going to drive people to see. And you only get one chance to make a first impression. Right. So you don't want to blow it with bad pictures. So you want to look at the pictures of the competition in your neighborhood and position yourself both from a showing perspective and also from a price perspective okay you don't want to be the highest one and make everybody pick everybody else's but yours right give them a reason to come does that make sense right and so knowing who your competition is and that doesn't have to be pre-existing so let's just say that you're in a neighborhood where there's a lot of new construction right that can be even worse competition for you because especially if you're in the higher price and you're competing in a price point with a new build why would they choose you over something that right. they can pick their own colors, their own stuff? Put their own stamp on it. Right. Exactly. Mm -hmm. So, you know, we've had homes that we've had uh, that are pre-existing that are exactly that, that are competing with new construction. You have to price it really smart. Okay. You also have to have it in absolute immaculate condition because... If you, let's just say your house is two years old. Right. And, you know, you're going up against a brand new construction. Your price, you want to price it similarly mm -hmm. because that's what some of the other things are selling for. But your carpet is gone. Right. You know, and you've got handprints going up and down your your foyer. And it's like, mm, I don't want to paint. Well, right. 
you know, I don't want to get up and do my hair every day either, but, <laughs> but it's a reality, you know, mm-hmm. so um, you just have to make yourself set up for success. And sometimes doing a few little things will pay off in the long run. Right. Um, and so you also want to pay attention and help your realtor know who is moving in and out of your neighborhood. OK, because that's going to be your demo, who you're going to target. Um, so if so I, if you live, if you live in a neighborhood where it's young families normally do best and those are the people that move in. And then once their kids get older, they move out. That's what you're looking for. So, you know, look around your neighborhood. Who who else lives there? Right. You know, you, you know, you can get a lot of information about that. So if you see, you know, a neighborhood that has lots of play sets, then maybe that is the right. What what does your house have to offer for those people that that need that kind of thing? Is your backyard fenced? Mm-hmm. Well, that's a bonus. Um, little things like that that set yourself up. And uh, so you also want to ask, kind of explore with your realtor what your insight is about the house. Okay. Okay. So if I ask you, Miss Shannon, what made you buy the house that you live in currently? Ah. What was it about it? Um, I like the layout and I also liked the, I had a, uh, a full size, but fenced in backyard. It made sense for my kid. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So those are things that, you know, so if that was good for you, that would be something that maybe you want to call out. Right. And say, this is a wonderful thing to have. Mm -hmm. And we can have our pets out here. Right. Barbecues, all kinds of good stuff. Um, What did you when you bought your house machine and what did you love or wish to change about your house? Um, I love that I, I had a finished basement. But I knew that I was going to have to eventually change some of the layout of the kitchen because it didn't have enough cabinets and things like that. Okay. So Mm -hmm. what what changes have you made? Um, Well, I've been remodeling the kitchen. (laughs) (laughs) That's why I know kitchen stuff now. So I like had to get different furniture for it, figure out some other ways to add in some storage options without having to do all the cabinets. So it's been some work. Okay. Mm-hmm. Well, we'll keep talking about that when we come back. Yeah. We'll also take your questions if you would like to be part of the show at 651-641-1071. We'll be right back on the Red Hot Real Estate Show. Welcome back to the Red Hot Real Estate Show here on My Talk 1071, streaming on MyTalk1071.com. I'm Miss Shannon. Over there, that's my good friend Mimi Shoneman from Remax Results. Mimi, we have a special guest on hold right now, and I would love for you to introduce this special guest to everybody who's listening to the Red Hot Real Estate show well i think that we have uh armin sanders on the line is that right yep yeah that's right <laughs> and so <laughs> we're all just wanted to wish you a happy birthday yay well Woo! thank you yeah <laughs> what are you doing today happy well i ain't done nothing yet I, I don't know the wheel or not so. mr sanders yeah. Staying away from everything again. Keep away from this virus. <laughs> Happy birthday. Happy birthday. Yep. We're glad that you could pop in on us. Well, thank you. Well, we wish you a happy birthday, and we hope you have a good day, and we'll talk to you a little later. All right. Thank you. Thank you. Oh, your uh, dad's so cute. <laughs> well, he likes to talk about the virus. Yeah. He's just trying to keep himself busy. I yeah, like that. That's well, a very dad thing to say. Pretty funny. His uh, dog got into a skunk, apparently. Oh, no. Yeah. I'm so, sure that was just a that was a bunch of drama. Mm, yeah. Sounds like, did he have to bathe it in like tomato or something? I don't really know, to tell you the truth, just yet. Uh, so, yeah. So it was a big birthday. So that was fun. Yay. Very Congratulations. Cool. Thanks for sharing your dad with us. Baby. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> 
Um, and so that's how I sounded before I moved here. Oh, really? Probably. You had the, you had the full accent? A little thing it's going on. It's adorable. Yeah. <laughs> it's absolutely adorable. Go. Okay, so we were talking about your house, Miss yes. Shannon. Mm-hmm. Um, and so we were talking about some of the changes that you made once right. you got in there. The first thing that I knew I was going to you know, really work on is, you know, there, the, the kitchen. The yes. kitchen was the thing. I'm like, okay, what can I do? Yes. So I have been actively working on my kitchen. <laughs> so let's talk about your location. Yes. What are the benefits to you when you were looking for a location? Why was that location good? Um, I didn't want to be on too busy of a street or have a bunch of things around because that would have been a safety issue with my son with some of the challenges that we have doing uh, have going on. Um, I was concerned with access to things like I know a lot of people like to be within walking distance of ponds and all those things because they're very pretty and it's something that we really look for here in the Twin Cities and in Minnesota in general and that was something I didn't want um, you know, for, for safety reasons but I did want to be close to maybe like a park or a playground which I am. That's awesome mm-hmm. and so when you were looking at your place what fixtures, appliances things like that were included in the sale of your house? Ah, Pretty much everything so the washer, the dryer the all of the kitchen things, all of that was all included. Okay. So I didn't have to worry about buying any of those. So when you're looking at kitchens, what are the top features that you think ap- appeal to most people? Oh, uh, I'm going to include some that I got, I bought my house without this being included, but I bet you they would care, they would care about this. I would guess um, like stainless steel like ovens and 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 refrigerators and things like that and also like a dishwasher yes well most of the time the top features are a plenty of counter space right okay updated counters and cabinets mm-hmm. people want mm-hmm. that they don't like the dated ones they want lots of storage in their kitchen right and they want the the ability to look out and see something out of their kitchen window gotcha that or not ah see none of the stuff that i was picking okay i got you yep mm-hmm. and some of the things that are distractions that people dislike about kitchens are the dated appliances mm-hmm. counters cabinets they hate cluttered cabinets okay dirty counters cabinets appliances so you know when you're rushing around especially if you're you're not a detail-oriented person you want to pare down the kitchen as much as possible right things that you have in your cabinets that you haven't used in a few years go ahead and donate those or box them up right we don't want to see if you thought you were going to be a smoothie person you've never used that blender again don't have it sitting on the counter and we don't care what cereal you use (laughs) we don't want to see it on top of your counter right or on top of your refrigerator Mm -hmm. if at all possible so that that just tells people there's not much storage there's nothing right. wrong with storing your cereal on top of your fridge right but the message it sends is this place is small right because yeah, i can't get it in my cabinet so mm-hmm. that's the whole thing for that um so there's little things like that and what are the key marketing photos that people would want to use for that room so if i look at your kitchen yes and i've seen your kitchen mm-hmm. um what angle does it show the best um I would think if you were standing in the side doorway going towards the living room, I would guess. Okay. Because that makes it look the longest. The longest and the biggest. The longest and the biggest. Okay. Mm -hmm. Um, And is there an angle that you think makes it look scruddy? 
if you were standing, like if you were uh, facing my refrigerator and my my uh, oven, that would that would not that's be not very the best visual. thing. No, no, okay. no, 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 no. Okay. Well, see, these are the kinds of things that you think about when you're getting ready to choose photos that you put online to market a property. Mm-hmm. You want it to show in its very best light, but you also want it to be true. Right. You want people to not be go. Well, it didn't look like this when I got here. Right. You know, uh, All right, let's talk about the dining room. The top features to focus on are clearly the size of the room, what type of flooring that you have, and your light fixtures. Okay. And so is there room in a dining space for a table and also accessories? Okay. Like a, you know, a sideboard or a hutch, that Mm -hmm. sort of thing. Or or can you expand your table to make it big for holidays and things like that? So people care about that. And they also care how the flooring is underneath there. Sometimes... People don't like carpet underneath their dining room table. Mm-hmm. Sometimes maybe a, a nice vinyl plank might be a better option or hardwood. Okay. So mm-hmm. things like that. Um, let's talk about the primary bedroom. Okay. Um, what people really love, if they can have it, is an ensuite. Okay. Where the bathroom is actually a part of that space and you can kind of make that your castle. Where yes. it's just you that goes in there and right. you don't have to... You know, have anybody else use that space. You've got one on the floor Mm -hmm. that other people can use when you have company. Um, They also like to be able to have a a large space where they can maybe sit down and read a book, you know, before they go to bed. Mm -hmm. Some people like to have a television in their room. I don't know. Um, closet space is really important. Oh, I'm sure. And so, you know, having ample space, especially if you're moving up, you want to make sure that that closet space is good. Right. And that's just not something that you get necessarily in a lot of older homes, right? You, you know, you can't really rebuild those fifties houses, nope. you know, and I don't know how they got away with only five dresses, <laughs> you know, but good for them. Right. You know, clearly that was the thing, you mm-hmm. know, but, um, that's just the way they built them. Right. So distractions in your primary bedroom, um, cluttered closets. You know, we all know that, you know, you can stuff stuff in a closet quick and Mm -hmm. and get away with it not being seen. Well, you want to make sure that you don't show it like that. Right. Because uh, people want to see open space in your closet and be able to visualize their own personal things in that space. They also don't like data decor. Okay. um, Or extra equipment that you might put in your primary bedroom. So if you have your your treadmill. Yes. In your in your bedroom. Yes. That might not be the impression that you want to give. So maybe it's time to put that in storage while you're getting ready to sell your house. Right. Um, Especially if you're just using it as a coat rack. Yes, (laughs) exactly. Now's the time to put it away. You're you're using it to exercise Fido. Yeah, (laughs) yeah, no. Um, But things like that, your TV, your computer. Some people Mm -hmm. have a little desk workstation in their in their primary bedroom because it's a bigger room and they can. Uh, You might want to think about taking that out while you're getting ready to market the house. Right. And then let's talk about the curb appeal. Let's go outside, especially since we've still got good weather today. Not Mm -hmm. too late to get started. Um, some of the top features that you want to to leave a great impression with people, you want the front entryway to have a, a beautiful, clean appearance. Right. You know, the cobwebs, the box elder bugs, mm-hmm. you can't really keep if them. If that's where all your leaves had like collected themselves. Yeah. Yes. Mm-hmm. You want to clean those and make sure that they're clean on the inside and out. So. I'm very unpopular when I tell people I'd like them to have their windows cleaned, ah, but it's mm-hmm. really important because, first of all, it, it makes the space feel heavy mm-hmm. when you're looking at it. It doesn't give the best first impression. You want as much natural light that can come through those windows that really enhances the the appearance. It makes the whole space feel 
feel lighter and brighter and happier. Um, Those are things that are important. Uh, Your front door and your garage door, paint those if if they're peeling. Uh, You want to make sure that that gets scraped and taken care of. Your flower beds and shrubs, uh, blow the leaves away off the front. Uh, You want people to have a nice, clean access to come to the front door uh, so that it's not, you know, you know, it's just tidy and it looks good. Yeah. Even if you don't use it. Yes. It's one of those things that I have to remind myself to go out there and go, what does the front door look like? Even though it's not on the market, you just have to remember to go check on it every right, once in a while. Right. And, you know, your roof is important, too. Um, as long as you can see it and there's no snow on it, uh, you want to make sure that you've got the gutters cleaned out, that there's not all kinds of things hanging out of there. No mm-hmm. little trees that have popped up and started sprouting. Um, also, things that you want to think about removing. Um, if you've got kids' toys and uh, big things like basketball right. hoops or soccer nets and things like that, you want to make sure that those are either put away or they're tidy. Right. Um, and not in the way in distracting. Uh, in the summertime, weeds in your flower bed, um, also in the lawn and in the driveway, you know how they pop up through those cracks. Exactly. And, you know, just as you're getting the house ready, those are things that you want to think about. And anything that has had deferred maintenance, like uh, your doorways, your light fixtures, uh, sometimes uh, people don't even know that you can take those apart and clean the inside of those or change the light bulbs out. You want those to be nice and tidy and go ahead and and maintain things that you uh, maybe have put off. Right. So you want to just get them together as much as possible, right, is what you're saying? A hundred percent. All right. Well, when we come back, we're going to cover some more information on what you should do if you're getting your house ready to get sold. You will also take your calls. You can call us at 651-641-1071. We'll be right back on the Red Hot Real Estate Show. Welcome back to the Red Hot Real Estate Show here on My Talk 1071. I'm Miss Shannon. She is Mimi Shoneman from the Red Hot Real Estate Group and Remax Results. Always appreciate you being part of the show. It's 651-641-1071. That's 651-641-1071. So remind me, we said that if we call in, you're going to give them a, some of this amazing salsa, right? Yep. Good. Screaming Mimi. Good. So maybe that's why CJ called. CJ, thank you for being part of the Red Hot Real Estate Show. What is your question for Mimi Shoneman? What if everybody loves my house, but they say it's too small? Hmm. Well, is that what you're having happen to you right now? Yes. Okay. Well, there's nothing that you can do about the too small. There's not a thing that you can do about it. But right. what else? Is there any other feedback that, that they're giving you? Do you do, would you say you have too many things in your house? Would I say I had what? Too many things. Maybe if you took some things out of your rooms. No, no, it's really staged. Okay. It's very, very, it shows really well. We're getting four out of five, five being the best. Well, I tell you what, CJ, I would have to take a look at it in order to give you feedback. So maybe I can have you leave your your contact info with our producer, Sonny, and we can take a look at it. But if you're having showings and you've had it on the market for three weeks and you've had 15 or more showings, it's either condition or it's price, most likely. And there's not a thing you're going to do about the there's not a thing you can do about how big it is. Right. You just have to face that one right right head on. Okay. Okay. But CJ, we are going to follow up with you just so we can not only try and help you uh, solve this dilemma, but also we're serious. Uh, Mimi's going to hook you up with some of the screaming Mimi salsa, and it will at least at least brighten an evening for you. 
fabulous. Yeah. Thank you for calling. It was a great question. Have yeah, a great cause, day. Yeah, because that has to be difficult when you're like, it's a great house, so it's just finding the right person you that's know, okay with that, maybe. Yeah, you know, if it's staged mm-hmm. and it's showing well and you're getting lots of showings, it, it, it has to be one of the two. Mm-hmm. You can always overcome objection with price. Right. Especially if it's the condition is nice. But the size, you just have to face that in the beginning with the right price. Right. And so that's that's a tough one. Which is unfortunate because if you were really, if CJ was really comfortable in it, it must be difficult sometimes when you're trying to sell a home that's highly, you know, like you love your house. You know, uh, maybe you love your house and you just can't get why other people don't love it as much as you do. A hundred percent, you know, and the beauty is in the eye of the beholder for sure. Uh, and so if you've got it looking, you know, contemporary with today's design trends it's something it's Mm -hmm. always something you just have to figure out what that something is right well to help you figure out that something i mean i was thinking about this um, because there was a while in my neighborhood where we had a couple of those for sale by owner things i'm like why would you do that and so like like, i'm like that just sounds like that you know i and i i'll be honest with you i'm a jack of all trades i'm good at a lot of things I would not be good at figuring this out on my own. I was very happy to be able to have you help me with this whole thing. Well, I was happy to help you. Mm -hmm. Um, But, you know, that's the thing that I I think that most consumers don't see or almost nobody sees. Right. What happens when you're looking at the contracts that make sure that sets you up for success, making sure that the contracts are done well. Right. um, That something's not missed. That's Mm going to cause you harm or or loss of money. Right. Um, So it's always the contracts that we've been trained as licensed realtors to review and draft on your behalf. Uh, If you try to do that on your own, there's a lot of things that can go wrong in the contracts. First of all, the very first mistake that you could make is filling it out wrong or violating fair housing. Mm -hmm. Um, And you can violate fair housing in so many different ways uh, just by the use of a term that you didn't know. um, Or what if I ask a for sale by owner, what are the protected classes in Minnesota? And how would you not offend or violate one of those protected classes? I don't think most people would be able to answer that question. Right. That first and for- foremost, you you could get sued. Mm-hmm. Um, and and so how much money did you save by by all of that? Exactly. Um, not only that, but just having somebody that you can rely on and talk to and coach you through the whole thing. Because I will tell you, the reason that the selling a house is in the top ten stressors is because it is. Right. Um, it can be very stressful, especially if you don't feel prepared or if you feel like, you know, you don't know what is going on. Um, you know, pricing a house is a lot like an art, yes. not so much like a science. Um, let's just say if you, if you're lucky enough to be in a neighborhood where most of the houses are similar, mm-hmm. pricing that house should be easier. Okay. But if you're in an eclectic neighborhood where, you know, you've got a Victorian and then you've got a fifties rambler right. and then you've got a, a, a four level split yes um, and it's just all across the board and it's not as easy to be able to just determine what the value ought to be right and so the best thing that we can do for the consumer is to price it well so that when it comes on the market that very same day you've got great activity you've got people coming in interest offers that are happening within the first weekend that's the best thing that we can do. Right. Um, the other thing for to your point with uh, for sale by owners is, you know, most people only sell a house about every seven to 10 years. Right. Um, and 
I can tell you that seven to 10 years ago is very different than it is today. Exactly. Um, And especially with COVID Mm -hmm. and all of the things that you have to be careful about. So experience with a licensed realtor throughout the whole process really, really does help. And also negotiating on your behalf. Um, so, Ms. Shannon, how many how many times do you negotiate? Well, you're probably not a good person to ask this question <laughs> to. I don't know. But let me just say that you, I have to negotiate more contracts than do. most people yeah. just because of my 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 wonky independent contractor lifestyle. Yes, but I mean it is you know. But there's also a reason why there's certain things that I go. That's why I send it through my agent, you know, like on certain things because you do learn that there's other people and you do like to have that level of it's not personal, it's business. As well, which you can do in that scenario. I tell people that all the time. From the time that you have the thought that you want to sell your house, you need to start divorcing yourself from this house. Exactly. It is, you're looking at it as a home. It's a property It's now. where you put your, your head on your pillow at mm-hmm. night, but you need to start looking at it a different way. Right. And you're going to start, you know, dating another house soon. And yes. you've got to get rid of this house. Right. So you can't be in love with two houses. No. Right. Well, yeah, I mean, you could. can. You can be a, a polyamorous house owner. I guess you can figure it I out. Suppose. But, but yeah. most people in their scenario that they're dealing right now, they are going from one monogamous house to another there monogamous house. There you go. In most scenarios. Um, but, you know, in all seriousness, people have great love right. for, for their houses. Mm-hmm. And um, it makes it very hard to detach, especially if you've had life events happening in that space. Um, if you've, you know, got married and you mm-hmm. moved into that house and you that's where you've had all of your children. And they grew up in the house and, right. and you love it and you, you're in love with the neighborhood. You're in love with the neighbors. You're great friends with them. You hang out, you barbecue, you do right. all the things. And you're like, ah, my knees are killing me, man. I cannot go up and down these stairs. I don't even know how many more years I got. Right. You know, and, it, and reality comes into play mm-hmm. where this house, as much as I love it, is it's not, not right for me. It's not the right one for me now. Mm-hmm. Um, there's nothing wrong with that. Right. It, but it is difficult. And I will say when I sold my own house, I loved my house. I had just gotten that daggone kitchen just like I wanted it. <laughs> right. You know, mm-hmm. I'm like, a, you know, just got the appliances. I just did the wall thing. Yes. Oh, yeah. It's tough to sell a house if you love it. Right. Um, so we we help you through that. We we know the emotions that folks go exactly. through. Exactly. And you know how to actually like work with them so that those emotions are honored, but they can also do what they need to do to be able to get into the new home that they need. Yeah. And when when you get an offer on your house, let's just start with that. So the execution of your purchase agreement, um, once you have an offer on the house, then what happens is, is. Typically, the buyer goes into an an inspection period, and once they finish that, then we take the file and we send it both to our title company and also to the lender so that they can get that process started. And so um, after that, we wait for the title commitment to come back. Mm -hmm. We also wait for the appraisal to come back. We monitor all of those things for our clients, making sure that we're not missing deadlines and that things are happening on time mm-hmm. now today because of covid we're seeing a lot more people pre-sign things you don't okay. see the group closings as much as you used to right um because we're trying to keep everybody safe and right. sanitary um so generally as a seller you'll be scheduled to pre-sign your documents in advance of closing so that those documents can then be sent to the buyer's title company for the closing and that's called a pre-signing and that's typically done at the title company okay sometimes maybe at an attorney and so the seller will attend the pre-signing and 
They'll just need to bring the certified funds if there are any that are necessary, their ID and any other documents, uh, wire instructions and things like that. Mm-hmm. And then you're off to the races, off to the closing where everybody signs everything right. and then the keys are passed yes. and it's a happy day. Right. And it is just a, it, it's a, it's a, one of those days where you're like, is my heart beating too fast? So what am I doing? Like kind of thing. Cause it's that, that weird excitement. And some people might cry. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. <laughs> I cried a lot. Kind of thing. <laughs> you didn't cry a lot, but it was happy to hear. Yeah. Oh, yeah. It was all fine. I was totally fine with that. It wasn't the ugly cry that I make when I'm watching This Is Us. It was an appropriate amount of cry. Oh, yes. Yeah. Yes. And I... and that's what we want for everybody out there to be able to go. All right. I'm having happy, happy tears because, you know, the guy that I brought the house from, he had some happy tears, too. Yeah. You know, kind of thing, because it did work out to everyone's benefit. Yeah. The way that we did it. Like he ended up getting what he needed out of the selling of the house. I ended up getting what I needed out for my family and I with the buying of the house and that's what happens when you have a good team like you. Thank you very much and um, if anybody is interested in getting any of these guides all they have to do is reach out during the week 651-578-2218 and you can text the word guides. Right and you can also find us go to mytalk1071.com keyword red hot. Thanks Mimi.